the word he described was a clown. It's like two red circles, I know. A, a wig of like, rainbow. <laughs> Ignorance is strength. It's good that I'm stupid. <laughs> okay, it's funny you say that, Jonathan, because that's the one that I'm like immediately on board with. I'm like, you know what? When I know things, I get anxiety. And here's where I'm going Stop it. to bring up another better dystopian book called The Hunger Games. Oh my god. <laughs> you no. need to stop. Hello everyone. Welcome to Mean Book Club. This week we read 1984 by George Orwell. Ooh, dystopia. Oh, double thing. Scary. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Sarah. I'm Clara. I'm always a beat. Jonna. <laughs> and I'm Sabrina. That's not how we normally no, talk. No, and I don't promise. know why I um, Mine was pretty accurate and fun, <laughs> and I don't know what the problem is. I had a genuine confusion. I wasn't trying to slow down. Someone said <laughs> something, and it, it messed me up saying my own name. <laughs> Great. Um, we're Mean Book Club. We read New York Times bestsellers that we think shouldn't be, and um, we have a very special guest this episode, Okay. <laughs> Okay, she is an author, and that's a big deal. She's the author of an essay collection. This is really happening, so get it, buy it. Her work's been mentioned in The New Yorker, Teen Vogue, Seventeen Magazine, BuzzFeed. Currently, she lives in L.A., where she writes synopses for all your favorite Netflix shows. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Aaron Chad. It's me. Woo! Hi, everyone. Airhorn, airhorn. Woo! I'm so happy to be here. Uh, funny to be on a book club thing about New York number one's bestsellers and I'm not one but that's okay it's <laughs> all right we tear them down Aaron Perfect. yeah they're trash about... they're all trash and Don't that's why I on. didn't that's why I didn't get a number one I didn't I didn't want it to be trash exactly well, and you know you what go. there you go now that you kind of are gonna have this wider audience this huge audience maybe this will be the thing that rockets you <laughs> yeah surely so it'll top. be just like when Kate Bush's song went to number one like 30 years after that song came yes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah typically sometimes when we have authors on they're like nervous to be mean to another author because they don't like they don't want the bad karma but like we can encourage you and this one's dead was- Dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. I googled it. Also, that's not his real name. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't All right, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Oh my god. Okay, but first, why are we reading this book, Sabrina? Absolutely. It is because MBCer Dan sent us an email that said, "My name is Dan." I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I just wanted to let you guys know how much I love your podcast. Thank you, Dan. Now it's getting good. Um, I've been listening to it for about a month now, and it might be the funniest podcast I've ever listened to. Oh my god, Dan! You left all this in, Sabrina. (laughs) (laughs) It's all part of the recommendation. (laughs) I listen on my walk to work, and it's probably the best i know and it's the best part of my day i just listened to the old man in the sea episode which is my favorite one yet is this real did jonna write this (laughs) (laughs) dan is jonna in a hat i hope Um, he it was his favorite because he knows that it was like unfair for us to do that episode it's like a really great book and he just agreed with the jana perspective i imagine i don't know about that because he said i know you normally review trashy books 
But if you're willing to do another classic, I'd like to suggest George Orwell's 1984. I think it's awful and ham-fisted, the most unsubtle and condescendingly written book ever, but everyone else in the world goes crazy about it. So I'd like to hear what you guys have to think. Dan. Thank you so much, Dan. What we guys have to think. And I did like how Aaron immediately said... (laughs) Sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, it does, Aaron. Usually the book wrecks are just the book wreck. But, we didn't need know, to include we this inclu- <laughs> We included more. Um, um, so how did you guys read this book? You know, was it a library book? Did you buy it? Audiobook? My reading of this book has been a journey. I think we've moved this recording once or twice, and I've tried so many different ways to read this book. I had a physical copy. I listened to a YouTube for a little while. Eventually, I landed on a free uh, internet PDF. Um, and ultimately, I did read the book. Okay. That sounded not confident yeah. but we'll move on <laughs> um i did i did as jonna said a youtube there was a guy who i think like does uh audiobooks on spec like he wants to be a voiceover so he's trying really hard there's a lot of background noises which is sometimes fun but it was a real problem when winston's in the prison because he added like a fluorescent light hum to set the mood which is like <laughs> i can't have this going on for six hours <laughs> that's one of the ones i listened to clara yeah oh yeah yeah steve really parker creative. Mm-hmm. yeah i i appreciate his effort but he's got to think about it being a pleasant experience for the reader <laughs> listen yeah. i also had a journey with this book again listeners do not get your electronic materials from the library too far in advance you cannot (laughs) renew them and then when it expires weeks before you've even touched it then you check it out again and you're gonna realize that you have checked out the spanish audiobook oh yeah not helpful you're gonna realize not helpful because you're not fluent in spanish and then you're gonna try to get the english you're not fluent in spanish (laughs) 1984 is the same in english and spanish so I understand the confusion. Um, yes. It, <laughs> Sabrina, I did the same thing and I thought like I had somehow one-upped them like, oh, wait list, look at this other version. Yes, Got it. Literally. And it took too long for me to realize it was in Spanish. I was just like, oh, it starts in Spanish. And then I was like, and it keeps going in Spanish. And then, of course, there was a wait list for the English version. So I had to look it up on YouTube. And the version I listened to was a a digitized version of the cassette tapes because every now and then it would say end of cassette one please no rewind fun. before you flip was it over a, was it an old british man doing it was it a british it was man? on two times speed so i honestly have no idea oh, okay that's hard to know yeah um i did audiobook slash big print edition at the library um and just kind of rotated the I did like the reader because I had like I guess the real audiobook and it was a nice old British man really let let an air of uh importance to mm. it but Aaron tell us about how you read and finished this book how I read this book hmm well I didn't <laughs> there was a <laughs> what a scheduling mix-up um and I did not finish it, but I did get to chapter eight. Um, but here's my copy. I found it in the garbage. Oh. <laughs> I thought it looked really yes. cool. Um, That's awesome. And it sat on my shelf for like, oh, and this is a dead fly that I squished when I was home. 
on the cover. But uh, it's, <laughs> oh, wow. I just honestly took it out of the garbage because I thought it looked cool. And then you guys hit me up two years later and I said, I already got it. I got the book <laughs> right here. Yeah. We, um, I guess I should Yeah, we need to talk about that, this little scheduling yeah. mishap. Yeah, sure. As Aaron because that was extremely gracious of Aaron to call it. It sounds like, miss, you uh, know, sometimes communication gets confusing and... You know, that just happens it's sometimes. Yeah, what exactly happens, Sarah? Yeah, Sarah, what, what do you have? Because from my perspective, we started a podcast today and we all said, hey, Sarah, where is Aaron? And Sarah said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sarah, do you want to explain kind of what was going through your mind in that moment? Um, it, you know, uh, several levels of mess up from my perspective. Um, I, one, didn't remind Aaron uh, you know, day or two beforehand. I think it actually starts beforehand. Before that, it well when Aaron emailed, "How about this date?" and you said, "Sure, sure," but I'm saying that would have <laughs> yes, helped mark. if had I reminded her, because when we originally booked, she she said like, "Oh no, this date," and I said, "Yeah." But that date was not the correct date. She it's told not a date we record yes on. It was a date that I made up, I think. But I, I did not correct you. I did not correct you, and, and just replied in the affirmative. So <laughs> why would you ever question what you wrote? So um, yeah, I, I, yeah, and so in, I just so I was just like, I'm gonna text her. She's not gonna be able to do it. I bet, but I'm gonna just try. We and were Aaron, all like, the, Sarah, just don't, just apologize. I don't know what you could possibly <laughs> yeah. do. Don't Sarah, tell her we already started recording. Yeah. Sarah, you blew um, it. But Erin, just like the goddess she is, just pulled out of nowhere and was just like, let me hop on, let me grab my mic, let me grab some nuts. Um, and, and I got the nuts right here. Let me shake them for the mic. Um, uh, but you guys are being so kind and saying gracious. I think what's happening is I don't have much of a social life, and I was just taking a nap on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, though, uh, everyone being woken up from a nap by a text that's just like where are you the recording is happening hopefully you finish the book just being woken it's up a from, a, from a dream where i have to now give a book report for a book i haven't read so this is a waking nightmare for me <laughs> wonderful wonderful um but you know we all read it in, in i've read school, it once so before it, you know it counts mm-hmm. um you got sabrina do you want to sum it up for everyone who hasn't for some reason doesn't know what this book is absolutely and um guys everybody has a role this time back by popular demand everyone gets a role (laughs) and what's funny is before this whole scheduling incident i was like sarah has been doing so much for the podcast i'm giving her the best role (laughs) and then this happened so she still has, I think, the best role, but just know mm-hmm. that it can go as soon as it came, you know? Yeah, what so. the hell? Why does my role have so few lines? Really? It was... Um, if I'm being honest, I actually think that Sarah will be the best at the really good oh, role. okay. And that actually you know what? pisses me off. <laughs> and, and, oh, no, I'm getting set up to fail. No, no, no. I... I <sighs> I mean, I don't know if you've read well, it at all. Well, my but. critique is going to be harsh, so Sarah. Okay, all right. Okay. I, all if you right, want, I'll take that. the good role, but I... No, okay. I, want, I want the good okay. role. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> Winston was an average man with average thought. Women are disgusting, and the government is always watching us through screens. Big brother. 
We aren't allowed to have free thought because of Big Brother. But I swear, I remember things before life was like this. The only thing I, Winston Smith, hate more than Big Brother is that chase-proof bitch over there. If I could, I'd rip off her clothes, punch her limp little body, force my <laughs> cock sword into her against her will, rape, rape, rape her, stop her head into dusty mush, murder her, and never think twice about her any stupid woman again. Hey, cutie. I saw you looking at me. Secretly meet me. Kiss noises. Though he considered it, Winston decided not to rape and murder the disgusting, stupid woman after all. Instead, Winston met with Julia in secret, shared his thought crimes with her, and committed sex crimes with her, which in this world just meant having sex. (laughs) But rebelling by having sex with Julia was not enough for Winston. He wanted more rebellion. That's when he pursued a man named O'Brien, whom Winston knew to be a member of the Big Brother regime, but whom he suspected was actually a rebel good guy. Hello, good sir. I know you present as being part of the Big Brother regiment, but I can see it in you. You're a rebel. Me and the sex fiend women over here, uh, we are criminals, I tell you, thought criminals. We will do anything to take down Big Brother, anything. Yes, I hope you keep this a secret. Yes, yes. Admit to me all your crimes. Your secret is with me. Yes, I'm feeble Mr. Charrington. You can trust me too. And live above my shop. Scenes and summary. Okay, wow. What a portrayal. We don't know what happens. What a portrayal of Mr. <laughs> Charrington. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Charrington was really good. Oh, was very oh good. thank you so much. Uh, that was cold line reading. I live in Hollywood now. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all right. I think that, that somewhat sets it up. Somewhat. Did, did you finish I mean, the book? Yeah, it's more of a teaser. <laughs> did you finish the book? Bit of a teaser. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to give it away in the summary. Okay. Sarah has yelled at me before for giving it away in the summary. Yeah. He can't fair, win. Fair. He can't win. I really cannot win. win. At least you gave her the best part. Yeah, no, no. I loved it. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Um, I don't think I did it justice, but, you know, that's just a, the writing was that good. Wow. No, you did good, Sarah. I was actually glad I didn't have to yell rape, rape, rape. That was cool. <laughs> I thought Sarah would... Enjoy it the most. Huh. Yeah, that's true. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Um, now it's time for Jana's Jugs. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Jana's Jugs. And uh, man, I feel like I'm really ending the season on a bang here. I have put a lot of effort into Jana's Jugs once again. I'm hoping that... Aaron, she usually doesn't. <laughs> yes, but look at me now. Look at me go. I feel like the kid Sounds is like trying she's to do extra credit at the very end of the class in the hopes of raising my grade to a C. (laughs) Um, But here we go. This is another uh, deep into the book, Jonna's Jugs. Here's a quote. Winston took down from the shelf a bottle of colorless liquid with a plain white label marked Victory Gin. It gave off a sickly, oily smell as of Chinese rice spirit. Winston poured out nearly a teacupful nerved himself for a shock, and gulped it down like a dose of medicine. Instantly, water ran out of his eyes, which I thought was such a dumb quote because it's just like, 
tears. That's just tears. Yeah, say tears, my man. Are you a robot? The water <laughs> ran from his eyes. So I did a little bit of research and found out that Baiju is uh, the Chinese rice spirit he was likely talking about. It's a clear liquid usually distilled from fermented sorghum, although other grains may be used. Um, it's a traditional mm-hmm. distilled liquor. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Okay. It is typically served neat at room temperature in small cups or glasses. And it is traditional to drink it with food rather than on its own, though it is often infused with fruit or medicinal herbs and spices. And I even looked up the ceremony you, you use to drink it. You greet uh, and show respect to the host. Then you spill a moderate amount uh of baiju in the cup onto the ground to show gratitude to nature. Then you take a sip and taste it and tell your host your opinion. And then you finish. This sucks. (laughs) No, it doesn't. It's great. You finish in one go after the clinking of glasses and saying cheers. So I went to the liquor store. I looked for baiju and we're going to do a tasting. Can you I, you said out. you looked for Baiju. Did you find it? Or are you pretending that you found it? <laughs> good, good, wow. Sabrina. We got a Excellent. lawyer on the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, I did go to two liquor stores and look for it. <laughs> they did not have it. So, um, so what's in the cup? So what's in the cup? <laughs> Jonna, what's in the Is cup? Is this iced tea? No, it's, it's orange. It's a... Uh, Buttercup? What is that? Is it buttercup liqueur? Liqueur? uh, Butterscotch schnapps. Oh, okay. Okay. There's a little Scotty on the cover. It's the closest thing I could find because honestly, one of the liquor stores told me told me to go to Sunset Park, which I was like, I only have a few minutes until it casts. And the other one tried to sell me sake, which I was like, so I thought butterscotch liqueur. Because of the B? Because they yeah. both start with B. Butterscotch. <laughs> sure. So, oh. okay. That um, sounds great. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> What's it taste like? Oh, delicious. It's so good. It's sweet. <laughs> um, so it's nothing it's like the book at all. <laughs> Is there water coming right, out guys. of your eyes? <laughs> yeah. Only tears of happiness to be drinking something so wonderful. <laughs> I love um, it. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Um, Sabrina's going to let us know about the author. Her best effort. That was her gonna, best gonna, effort. That was her best effort. We'll be right back. My liquor just says caramel colored. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Sabrina, take it away. Tell us about absolutely George. George Orwell was born. I wrote Borth. Borth. Eric So everyone's really just bringing their A game today. It's written in Newspeak. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, reference to the book. Only read eight chapters. <laughs> Scheduling snafu on my end, too, listeners. I forgot that I was supposed to do the production of this episode. And minutes before it was 
like, hey, who's supposed to do this? So it's me. And I think that was about an hour, hour and a half. Before. Well, I hadn't finished the book or done the summary yet either. So <laughs> okay, all right, fair. So there was a lot I had to squeeze in in that last uh, fifty-five minutes. Anyway, George Orwell was Borth. Eric Arthur Blair on the 25th of June, 1903. He was born in India, but raised in England. After graduating from, I guess, university, he became a policeman in Burma. Uh, I looked up interesting facts of George Orwell. There aren't that many, but one of them was that he had knuckle tattoos of little blue dots which it was on every knuckle and they were described as miniature grapefruits. But I don't know if that means they were just little circles or if they were like dotted like grapefruits. Anyway. Because blue isn't. Blue is not a grapefruit color. Yeah, it was all weird. He He had a lot of odd jobs. He was occasionally a journalist and also a teacher. His work, as you may have guessed, has been characterized by social criticism, opposition to totalitarianism, and support of democratic socialism. Mm-hmm. And he was a little bit of a narc, sounds like. He ratted out Charlie Chaplin and other artists for allegedly being communists. He rose to fame Yikes. during his lifetime. I know. Um, he rose to fame during his lifetime when he published Animal Farm. And another interesting thing that I did find was that he and his wife raised a little goat named Muriel. And in Animal Farm, he had a character that was a goat named Muriel. So I do like that. The, um, The Times ranked him second among the 50 greatest writers. It was like the 50 greatest british writers since 1945 philip larkin a poet was number one I okay this feels ha- a little about like those new york times bestseller lists where it's like <laughs> okay we're gonna get really specific it's the 50 best books that are hardback about cooking <laughs> with that are blue font right now. yeah yeah <laughs> this book uh Orwell worked on it during the end of his life. He was battling tuberculosis while he was Ooh. writing it. He actually died of TB shortly after he published it, but it was oh, published man. on June 8th, 1949. It's a dystopian social science fiction novel and, as Wikipedia said, a cautionary tale. It. I'm not going to be nice just because you wrote it while he was dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting him any slack. <laughs> no, no, nor should you. Um, the original you. working title was The Last Man in Europe, but then they landed on 1984, which it said was maybe because it was an inversion of 1948 when he was writing it or to make it more accessible to readers. I guess I don't. I guess The Last Man in Europe was a hard title to read. It's even more pretentious. The yeah. Last Man yeah. I think in 1984 Europe. is better. I, yeah. I think it's a better, it is a better title, but mm-hmm. yeah. um, this book is like one of those top Top 10 banned books, banned legally challenged as being subversive or ideologically corrupting. Um, It has been banned and challenged for its social and political themes, as well as for sexual content. And additionally, in 1981, the book was challenged in Jackson County, Florida, for being pro-communism. Um, it has been a New York Times bestseller in various different waves. It like resurged as a bestseller in 2017. Um, it was, in fact, adapted to film in, you guessed it, the year 1984. 
and something about this book. Predictable. Yeah, I know. And they mm-hmm. haven't remade it, which I feel like is a misstep. Pro- they're maybe remaking in- everything. So I was going to say maybe in 2048, but I realized it's not the same. Cause 20 is different in than 20. 19. Yeah. But 100 years true. since he wrote it, that may be good time. It could be fun. <laughs> John is going on a little Jersey <laughs> journey. <laughs> no one um, stole the idea. <laughs> I'm copywriting it right now. Um, this book introduced many terms and concepts that have entered common usage, including Big Brother, Doublespeak, Thought Crime, and the phrase Orwellian itself. Yeah. Um, Ooh, so, that's cool. yeah, that's that's him and that's it. Seems sort of unfair for a book to hit the New York Times bestseller list based on like everyone had to buy it for summer reading. <laughs> it's like uh, if, right, every okay. school assigns it, was, it. Yeah, that's true. Or I think like it was every school bought it. Yeah, initially. As well, yeah, I'm just but, doing a little uh, joke. I'm pretty sure the copies <laughs> at my high school were from 1948, so I'm not getting any money from that. I wonder <laughs> I how the one you found ended up in the trash. You know, was this like a student was like done with my summer reading <laughs> yeah yeah that's a great question it's feel it literally falls apart and you can see like that cover every time i touch it little pieces fall yeah. off. Like, like, we like to talk about the cover we feel do sometimes. oh wow. yeah do you want to do a segment on the cover aaron it's called it's... judge a book by its cover and you just talk about the cover <laughs> oh my god yeah i'd love to <laughs> yeah we get a lot of requests for that yeah uh no, i mean we this, don't get this... requests for it the specific, uh, the specific cover. I mean, maybe you all can help me. It's sort of like a uh, what do we call this? What you use? Just really nice bubble lettering. font. <laughs> no, it's like shadows, so it's like popping out, like word it's art. Out. It does look like word art. It does. Yeah, look like it feels sixties. Yeah. It feels like the uh, a Beatles album has the same typography. You guys, this was printed in nineteen sixty one. You were right. Wow. wow. You guys really know your typefaces. <laughs> Hell yeah. We've been well, doing books by a cover for a while now. <laughs> exactly. I'm is there anything raised on the cover or is it just flat? It's flat. The only raised part is the fly I killed with it and there's still guts on it. <laughs> Ooh. We like that. That's a cool feature. That is a good <laughs> Right in the R in George. Since... I want to ask, guys, because since this is a book that we all read in high school, before we get into our thoughts just reading it, what do you guys remember what you thought of it when you read it in high school? Go. I'll start. Um, <laughs> new to the podcast. Yeah. To speak. yeah. Go ahead, Aaron. The only thing I have to talk a lot now because when you guys start talking about the plot, I'm going to have no idea what you're talking about. So I got to get my <laughs> words right. in. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the only thing I remember about this book when I read it in high school was that he has sex with a woman with long black hair in a field. That's it. That's all I remember from the first time. Yeah. I'm just glad that we finally have a book where the hot girl has black hair because mm. she's always redhead, secondary blonde. This is the, we've been doing this podcast for years. It is the first time the hot girls have black hair, and I think that's cool. And well, I don't want to well, say why. I will why. say it. I will say she does have black hair, but he doesn't exactly describe her as hot. He describes her as like some stupid bitch he wants to murder. I do yeah, I was about to say, I think she's kind of villainous in my opinion. That's why, yes, usually the black hair sort of indicates that, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I remember, I think I remember liking this book. I remember liking Aldous Huxley's uh, Brave, Brave, New oh, Brave New World. I remember liking it better yeah because i i always put these two together because they're like the dystopian but 
Um, I think I probably did a hard skim of this one. I'm going to guess is what I did for this book. I'm uh, sure that I loved it. I loved all of the reading that was assigned to me in high school. I, I read them okay. quickly. Your teacher isn't happily. listening, Jonna. <laughs> no need. It's uh, Yeah, it's just the truth. Really love books. Clara, All right. you remember what you thought? Um, yeah, the only thing I remember, I'm like, should I spoil the ending, is the horrible, terrifying ending. Oh, wow. I did not remember it. Mm. It was a surprise. I have actually never it. forgotten it, and I hate it so much. And I mm. every now and then since I read it in high school, it would pop into my mind, and I have to block it out because oh it's, it's so Just fascinating. <laughs> I like that because I actually was thought it was like a kind of like a... Of an ending, so the fact that it affected you so much makes me very be like, sensitive. maybe I'm wrong. I was very maybe sensitive. I'm wrong. It was, I, maybe he, he hit your. I hadn't seen very many R rated movies yet, even uh, at that point. Yeah, yeah. It so is scary. it was a lot. Well, Clara, um, that's how I felt about The Red Pony when I read it in high school. It was so upsetting to me. It's just about someone who like neglects their pony so the pony dies that's the whole story i remember raising my hand after the red pony being like this book is sucks it's sad and horrible i think about it almost every day of my life it's another one where when it pops into my mind i just shut down i don't want to think about it (laughs) although i will say just because uh animal farm george orwell loved yeah and i do believe if i read it again i would still love it but i know we're not doing that book we're doing 1984 i think it might it's maybe a bit heavy-handed probably i really liked 1984 when i read it um or no that's not what I meant. I met Animal Farm. I really liked Animal <laughs> Farm when good. I read it. I also liked Brave it's New short. World when I read it. Animal Farm, my friend and I did a very fun video assignment that nobody asked us to Ooh, do video. for our English class <laughs> for Animal this Farm. This before you did. What did your teacher and classmates think of the video assignment you weren't asked to do? <laughs> <laughs> She and I did that for like a couple different things. We also did it for The Hobbit and for like something else too, like an Aphrodite project. So did other they students had... sit there and go like, we want to go to recess, please. <laughs> I mean, I think we were in high school, so. Um, did they take that away in high school? I don't yeah, know. they took it away in elementary school There's for no us. recess what? in high school. Yeah, there's no recess beyond fifth grade where I yeah, grew up. Same. But. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know if I read 1984 in high school. I thought I did, and then when I, I think was reading, everyone and I was like, is assigned. Well, all right. Well, we all read it now, ish. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You're... Moving back to this podcast and away from Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't talk about it. I just want to say it. it was. I guess I have such a love for Animal Farm that I was like, I went into this book thinking like, you know what? I think I'm gonna like this, and I'm gonna be like, why would we read this? And to be honest, at the start, I did, I did like it. I was into it. Oh, I got more into it as it went on this read. But in the beginning, I was like, I absolutely hate this book. I do not want to be in the head of like, I don't want this to be the main character that I'm following. I hate him. Mm -hmm. He's so boring. But. Yeah. He's so I like he's him. Mashed potatoes. You like I li- I liked him initially. Sarah, I got because... bad news. He wouldn't like you because you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Got okay, her. but that's not his fault. Um, it is his fault. It's just what I think it's what society did to him. I but, think it's um, his fault. I liked him because he was such like a pancake limb noodle. It was like funny to me. It made it. 
it felt like you know why it felt like catch 22 to me a little bit like we're just like the hero being like this like I said wet noodle was is just very funny to me and like he's gonna be the one to rebel like come on I don't know I and just seeing the world through his perspective where it's like I don't it was just very like um low status compared to the world being so crazy I enjoyed uh his interpretations of things early on. But I will say that for me, it was humorous and funny in a way that it did was, I don't know if it was intended to be and did, so. did not become so. <laughs> no. So it was just my initial interpretation. So I, we've kind of alluded to it listeners, but you're, you're introduced to our character Winston. And I, I mean, basically like he sees a woman from afar and like literally envisions just raping and murdering her because she's a woman and he doesn't like it. And I think the, the point of the book is that like, be careful if you live in a total totalitarian society, this is what will happen. Like this is where your mind will go. But I think I have seen in literature time and time again, for instance, in the Hunger Games, that you can live in a totalitarian society <laughs> and you can still be a desirable main character. You can be Katniss Everdeen. So and let it the record show. Sabrina wants to live in a totalitarian <laughs> society. <laughs> but wait, um, you guys know, what are the, those types of guys that are on the internet and that hate women? Incels? Incels. Sarah, I He's thought you very loved incels. Incel. Oh, I do name? love incel. I did forget <laughs> incel. He's very incel. So I feel like that works. Like you read separated for women, rejected by women. I don't know. I I, I just like don't want to glorify an incel type person as required summer reading for every high school student whose sure, sure, mind sure, is sure, being sure. shaped. Like yeah, it was unpleasant too. Um, I fully agree. And, and in case of. you think that we're exaggerating, can I read the exact quote? Please do. Of, sure. Uh, this this is their first time they speak. These two will fall in love. This is the romantic um, <laughs> meeting. This is our A romance storyline. What is your name, said Winston? Julia, I know yours. It's Winston, Winston Smith, in case you thought he was interesting at all. <laughs> um, how did you find out? I expect I'm better at finding things out than you are, dear. Tell me, what did you think of me before the day I gave you the note? He did not feel any temptation to tell lies to her. It was even a sort of love offering to start off by telling the worst. I hated the sight of you, he said. I wanted to rape you and then murder you afterwards. Two weeks ago, I thought seriously of smashing your head in with a cobblestone. If you really want to know, I imagine that you had something to do with a thought police. The girl laughed delightedly. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the found craziest part of that whole thing. She's like, oh, oh my god. I found her so relatable when she laughed about that. Like, I was so charmed by her. That's I so it. funny. Huh. Also, I realized <laughs> I really I'm did. like, maybe I would ban this book. I was thinking the same thing when you were reading the reasons it's banned. I'm like, is it not violence towards women? That should be yeah. the number one. <laughs> no, it, was never, it was never that. It is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, though I think the more fucked up the, that actually, like I said, I actually just found that funny. So that maybe that's dark. I thought the worst part in terms of the violence towards women was when he talked about going to see that kind of like prol, right? What's that the name? Yeah, the, the, yeah. yeah. 
whore who was like very old, very, very old, but then described as 50 years old, yeah. which I thought was so funny. <laughs> and then he was like just. He was like disgusted and blah blah blah, but then he like has sex with her anyway. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dude, <laughs> you're awful!" And yet, and you're. It was just so gross on so many levels. Like the way he described her, how rude, and then the fact that he still went through with it. That's why I was like, "This hero sucks," and I thought it was on purpose. I had to think it was on purpose. While we're on this, can I just just also read the part where he sees a woman wearing makeup for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the so same incredible. woman, right? It's Julia. It's yeah, Julia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The only woman in the whole book other than yeah. the, the hot like, girl, the hot dark haired girl. Uh, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> um, he turned round and for a second almost failed to recognize her. She had painted her face. She must have slipped into some shop on the proletarian quarters and bought herself a complete set of makeup materials. Her lips were deeply reddened, her cheeks rouged, her nose powdered. There was even a touch of something (laughs) under the eyes to make them brighter. It was not skillfully done. (laughs) He can tell. It was not skillfully done. But Winston's standards in such matters were not high. He'd never before seen or imagined a woman of the part a woman of the party with cosmetics on her face. The improvement in her appearance was startling. (laughs) With just just a few (laughs) With just a few dabs of color in the right place, she'd become not only much prettier, but above all far more feminine. (laughs) The one he described was a clown. It's like two red circles. I know. A a wig of rainbow. (laughs) It was definitely like big shoes. I was like me. It made me feel like when I first tried to do contour that I'm sure would have described similarly how how bad my makeup was when I tried. Just like tan all around the face yeah 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 different a different look but it just and felt yet, bad um, so much more feminine Sarah. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh, truly <laughs> finally <laughs> yeah, yeah. he sucks it's fucked right. yeah that's and awful again, again i have to admit i have to say i did agree that he sucked i just thought it was funny for a while that he sucked because i was like this sucky guy is supposed to be a hero who takes on the bad guy Mm. that's funny Mm -hmm. um it got less funny as the book went on (laughs) (laughs) now listeners you might be wondering like well what turned him from murder wanting to murder her um to being in love with her um well it was just simply her slipping him a note that said i love you <laughs> complete 180 no Literally, more murderous rage <laughs> the second he gave her the time of day incel incel yeah it's it's so that because he didn't ever talk to her he didn't know her personality and then as soon as she showed any interest in him he was like i guess i could fuck her without throwing up in my mouth a little gross yeah <laughs> just did. gross winston um, my favorite part of their relationship, or it was just how unbelievable it was as like a couple that was in love and that you were supposed to like go to the end of the book being like, their love is 
what will defeat the party or something. It was like, these people are not in love. He does not like her. Yeah. Um, he keeps talking about wanting to, things he finds interesting or like how he's upset about the party. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> she was really st- stupid. And I didn't like that because she was younger. And I felt like if anybody was going to be a revolutionary, it would have been her. And it would have made more sense for me to have the older guy be like, not giving a fuck because he's like worn out and just like over trying to be think that way. And just mm-hmm. like, you know, I it's and I say that because I'm now in my 30s and I have find myself watching the news less and less and being less aware of the world around me. So to me, like she's young, she's going to she's going to be the one who's fucking into revolution and knowing what's going on. Not Winston. So, so I feel like the, like the, the book's justification for that, right, is that Winston was around before all of this was happening. So he has or he thinks he has memories of a time before this. But like she's a bit too young to have those memories. And that's what it sets you up to believe. What I think is actually true. It's like, well, there's just a female character in the book. So, of course, she has to be stupid. Um, And he's the male (laughs) character. So he has to know the things. But like also the things that he does remember are so crazy. He remembers um, growing up with his mom and his starving little sibling and them having not enough rations and him just gobbling up all the food and leaving his family to die. So it's like it's actually not totalitarianism that made him a bad person. He just was a bad person from the core. Honestly, that section, it kind of sounded like he had a bad mom. It's like she would be like, here's all the rations. Don't touch it. It's like, why don't I put a rule in? Just give him the stuff he's allowed. Don't then. give him. Yeah, he, he said he knew. He said he knew what he was doing. But he's still yeah, a little yeah. kid. It just seems like she could have been in charge more. <laughs> yeah, she did suck. I think she was bad. I think a lot of. But she's a woman, so you would expect yeah, she'd be bad at some point. Wow, Clara, <laughs> blame book. the other woman in the book. Oh, I was going to talk about the woman who was like leading the exercises. Okay. Because <laughs> now I'm talking about uh, early on. Yeah. Sorry. That was unpleasant to read. I had a lot of fun during this part because I just imagined, kept imagining it as like a Peloton instructor. <laughs> it's like, they, wait, well, actually, let me read. This is actually a quote from there. And it's like, there, comrades, that's how I want to see you doing it. Watch me again. I'm 39 and I've had four children. Now look, you see my knees aren't bent. You can do it. You can all do it if you want to. Anyone under 45 is perfectly capable of touching his toes. We don't all have the privilege of fighting in the front line, but we can at least keep fit. <laughs> yeah, it's a little culty, Peloton so, stuff. It was, I, I know. It just really felt. I was like, I would love to see an 1984 ride where they just call everyone comrades and say, repeat like things from the party. Like You got to pitch... You got to pitch yeah, funny yeah. ideas to Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Just imagine them being like, war is peace. All right, let's go. <laughs> I would love it. Um, but again, I guess this is just going back to me enjoying the times when I was enjoying the book was when I was imagining it was funny, funny on, on purpose. purpose. And I don't oh, think yeah. it was doing that. I think that's a good way to have tried to get through it. Um, I think another thing about Julia, the girl, she was a rebel, but wasn't actually interested in like bringing down the party or even what the party was doing she just you're not allowed to have sex and she liked to have sex yeah yeah she just was like okay. into fucking but you know what go go girl she yeah small rebellions you know what and 
her and and then he drags her into like oh the brotherhood and the book and stuff and she does not give a fuck and i was like yeah. at this point i'm like winston my dude your it's girl not a good does, match. does not it's not a good match she does not want to do this i feel i felt so bad for her being dragged along because this girl just wants to fuck and you're trying to like you, you i mean he got her fucked up by oh, the end yeah. she got she was she wanted to get fucked but she got fucked up absolutely R- really and nice turn of phrase sarah <laughs> i'm curious um were you at the point in the book where they started to like seek out the brotherhood no <laughs> <laughs> the last thing i remember uh happening is he's in a bar talking to a really old guy and he's like begging the old guy to remind him what it was like before oh, Wait, that is was, that is that yeah, mr that. crumb that's not what's no it wasn't okay. but like it was so frustrating because this scene is like like you were saying he's talking to an old guy trying to find out about the um time before totalitarian state and the guy's just like old and drunk he doesn't get any information next scene he meets an old guy who like wants to talk about the old days and he won't ask him any of the questions <laughs> it's like, yeah. so frustrating that yeah, yeah that old guy's just like oh, i remember top hats i do and he- <laughs> 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 um yeah i can't wait to i hope i finish this honestly because it would make me feel good to read a book Period. <laughs> okay, all right. well, you, you, you might not want to after we finish talking about this, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more 1984. And we're back. Uh, we're talking 1984. You guys want to talk about like Anything in the book that maybe was like predicted, like what things that we still reference to this day. For instance, there's a TV show called Big Brother. For instance, they all have telescreens, and I feel like very Amazon Alexa, right? Mm. Sure, guys, come on. Also, it did become 1984 at one point. <laughs> yeah, he knew he was right. He totally called that. He Eerie. Called that. Um, I think obviously this is more talking about a totalitarian state, so I feel like it's more relevant to people who lived in Soviet Union, or like I mean, relatable mm-hmm. to people. I know that's like why it was banned know. and stuff, but yeah. Uh, One uh, thing that it talks a lot about, which I thought was a very compelling point, was that, and this is a famous quote from the book: "Who controls the past?" Uh, controls the future and who controls the present controls the past and i think that's fairly relevant now it it basically is uh just kind of talking about you know whoever is in control gets to write history you know history is written by Mm -hmm. the victor um and the full quote is um and if all others accepted the lie which the party imposed if all records told the same tale then the lie passed into history and became truth who controls the past ran the party slogan controls the future who controls the present controls the past. And I think that's probably something that a lot of people are thinking about now in terms of like, just what is a source that you can go to for like truthful news oh, and fake news and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how, yeah, powerful that is in terms of the narrative of, uh, uh, before we get too high on the book, um, I just, <laughs> I want to 
bring up the sort of structure of having a story um, and a sort of like, you know, you, you glean things as you read, like, oh, the proletariat is the uh, lower class or whatever who's not really in the party. You know, you figure out what those words mean as, as you read. Then that it becomes that book within a book that slowly explains everything that has been in the book. It's like, this is unreadable. Already explained. This it is was, unreadable. <laughs> honestly, editor should have cut the book yeah. within the book. So, And I, uh, I think what our, our listener, Dan, called it condescending. It was like, you guys haven't understood the story yet, have you? All right, we'll bring it down for you. <laughs> Maybe another book will help. Because <laughs> you idiots aren't reading this one right. <laughs> It, um, I, I have to go back to what Dan said in his uh, write-up because it was so dead on. I found this to be so ham-fisted and just like yeah. unsubtle. For example, the, there's a Ministry of Truth which controls everything, and the Ministry of Truth has different departments. Um, and there's a big sign uh, at the very beginning of the book that says, war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. And it's like... Even in a dystopian society, no one is walking, walking around being like, ignorance is strength. It's good that I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's funny you say that, Johnny, because that's the one that I'm like immediately on board with. I'm like, you know what? When I know things, I get anxiety and I feel bad and I can't make decisions. That I spoke hate. to you? That one spoke to me. I was like, easy argument for that. But the war is peace. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a harder time. I think, Sarah, you might like this phrase, ignorance is bliss. I think yes. you might lean into yeah. that a little bit more than strength. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, is bliss, bliss is strength. So I, here's where I'm going to bring up another better dystopian book called The Hunger Games. Oh, my God. <laughs> you no. need to stop. Is this a Hunger Games no, podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but in the Hunger Games, right, we get to see both sides of how, you know, the I ignorance can feel a little bit like bliss until you realize what's going on and you realize how horrible it is. And it's it's like the evolution of those people within it and fighting against it. And they're not happy because they think that there are strength, there's strength in their stupidity and their ignorance, right? Like they don't Who know are you talking that about? they don't know what they Who's don't they? know. Who's yeah, they? Yeah. <laughs> the people, the people in the districts, the people in the districts. Oh, 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 you're talking about Hunger Games. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God, it's Hunger Games. <laughs> okay. Okay. We you don't guys, remember. <laughs> you guys loved the Hunger Games. You guys remember how much we loved the Hunger Games? That all of us what? independently ended up reading each one of the books, even though we only did one for the cast. I don't remember. No, I yeah, but we didn't, didn't memorize what happened. I might have I said I was going to. Oh, you didn't. did. We were all texting each other about it. And oh, okay. the listeners will remember because we talked about it all the time. Okay. You guys. All the time. I'm into I can do a little uh, party politics on Sabrina. <laughs> like, no. No one even read the first Hunger Games. <laughs> nice uh, yeah, brother. I'm controlling the narrative now. <laughs> I'm just saying that that was a better set up dystopian world it was more believable mm -hmm. less yeah. ham-fisted this one was yeah a bit much 
Yeah. Um, I had a real problem with when Julia could get real coffee and real chocolate. Um, they get like a meager ration of some fake stuff. I don't think they should have had it because it's going to just ruin the fake stuff for them. And it's wow, so rare. And it really, it, it sounds like ignorance is <laughs> strength in that case. Oh, is what you're saying. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is going to change my mind. Wow. <laughs> I <like> the book. <laughs> I do understand that a little bit because sometimes when I try to watch a TV show, I just feel really overwhelmed and I just feel like I wish someone would just tell me what we're watching tonight, you know? Mm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is also the same. Like, that's why I wish I had never flown first class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I I do know what I'm missing, and I hate it. Mm -hmm. I hate that I'm missing it. Yeah, that's totally why I don't fly first class. Oh, man. Um, all right. It was a point situation. Somebody else gave me their points the one time. Yeah, we were all in our heads being like, that rich bitch Sabrina (laughs) flies first class by choice. (laughs) No, my friend Mark had a lot of Delta points in 2016. Mm -hmm. At the end of 2016, they were turning into garbage because they were changing their point system. So he let me fly first class to Singapore. And wow, holy shit, that's a nice one. I'm sure that's probably internationally, it's first class is. Even better than you get champagne, a domestic. But if you can only do it once in your life, as Clara said, don't do it. Don't Don't have the good chocolate. Mm -hmm. Not until you're about to die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he to go back to the plot, I guess, of the book, um, he Mm. gets this Goldstein book. It's supposed to be about, you know, the brotherhood, the organization going up against Big oh, brother. Yeah, let's back up one second. So he he um, gets a sly look, he thinks, from a co-worker and is like, okay, that's my informant. That's my guy who's going to get me into the rebellion, as we heard in Sabrina's summary. The guy is like, oh, yeah, bring your girlfriend over, <laughs> even though you're not allowed to have a no, girlfriend. He Actually, no, he him. did not tell okay, him to fine, do that. Fine. <laughs> one no, mistake. But, I make one mistake. No, 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 but like, that's also what's crazy. Is he's like, yeah, come over to my house. And to get pick up a book, to pick oh, like up a, a book, third edition of something like the dictionary, commonly yeah. used phrases. And our main character, S- Smarty Pants, is like, OK, I've got a feeling this guy is on my side. Um, no confirmation whatsoever. It's absolutely otherwise a horrible idea to go to his house and especially to invite somebody else into this. But you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to invite Julia. I'm going to go. We're going to go. Both of us. So, yeah. This is so him they not- go and they say they're going to do thought crimes and try to be in the rebellion. And they, yeah. the guy asks them all these questions that I cannot believe Julia <laughs> agrees to. Yeah, like, I know. It was ridiculous. You, in, oh in the, uh, for the rebellion, would you throw sulfuric acid at a child if that would somehow help? That's not a yes. joke. That's really what they said. <laughs> and they and both like, said yeah. yes. It's like, Julia, you don't even believe in this. What are you doing? <laughs> Julia, yeah, you're just trying to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's like, easier ways to yeah, get a boyfriend. Yeah, do you think that's like, sexy if I say that, that I would throw sulfuric acid? Whatever you're into, baby. Also, yeah, also, like, the implication is that, like, his sex is so good that she's like, nah, okay, sulfuric acid in a child's eyes. Yeah, it's yeah, worth just for sex. that D. To get that Winston Smith D. <laughs> 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 
I think that's oh, also. Didn't tell me more about the diary you're writing. But the only thing they won't do is like not love each other or what well, was okay. the only thing they yeah. said no to it's so crazy because we didn't even like really tee it up that they go in there and then he's just like instantly O'Brien the guy is like do you say it or I say it and Winston's like I say it we're criminals we hate Big Brother <laughs> we hate everything we commit crimes we would do anything to take down Big Brother and O'Brien's like oh yes yes and that's when he starts asking the series of questions like would you murder a child would you rape somebody would you lie blah 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 and then they're like would you two Julia and Winston separate and we're we're in Winston's head and he's like hmm and Julia is like, no, no, yeah, we would like, never separate. Do you like him, Julia? And so then he's like, why. he's like, no, I guess not. <laughs> and it's it's just so stupid because it's like the whole setup or like the thread is like, oh, their love is the only thing they won't. And so that's like what's going to be tested at the very end. Like it's supposed to be like teeing this up. But it, it's just like you don't. Nobody believes that they actually love each other or care right. about no. them as a couple. Like it's it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work. honestly, I really didn't understand why Julia. Like her whole thing is she's had sex with lots of party members. Like why didn't she move on from Winston the way she moves on from everyone else? I don't. I don't get it. Because he's that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Too- sorry. Sorry. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> My God. Um. Aaron, I'm curious, well, you might remember, but if you don't, um, so what do you think after that scene with O'Brien? Do you think O'Brien is good on their side? Do you think he's bad? Um, Just hearing you guys talk about it, I feel so, I'm so sorry I didn't read the book. I feel awful. But no, 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 no. Again, not your, not your fault. fault. I feel this like is was, exclusively our fault. I know. Well, I know Sarah's. Um, it's, <laughs> I got from the beginning of the book, because O'Brien's mentioned pretty much in the first chapter, that he, I felt like he was going to be a bad guy. Was mm. I correct? Yeah. You were you are correct. I don't, I don't, but I'll be honest, I did not remember or think at that point that he was necessarily a bad guy. Oh, I my God. I felt like he wouldn't have been in it if he wasn't going to, like, be yeah. sort of tension later. Yeah, it I makes sense. I just thought he was important. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't remember I uh, didn't think he was... Going, I thought it. W- I took it at face value because I was like, um, "Everything this else so had been fucking face. stupid. It's gonna, yeah, it's just gonna <laughs> drag through this." And then I, my partner, like remembered it from high school, and we we're talking about it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, isn't O'Brien like the double <laughs> crosser?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, I gotta finish this book." <laughs> <laughs> that was earlier today. So. I like the way okay. that that meeting went down with them. I was like, Winston, you're so stupid. Not that like my first thought is was stupid. Well, he is, but like my first thought was. Well, if they have entrapment laws, you got to let him say it first, man. I'm sure they don't have entrapment laws. <laughs> I'm sure they don't have those laws in this crazy society. But like, they don't have laws. Don't. Protect yourself a little bit, Winston. My God, you just saw that. Also, it's like the whole thing. He was like, "Yeah, I had a good sense. Like, I can tell about a person when I see them." And it's like. You thought that Julia was someone you would like to rape, <laughs> so bludgeon yeah, with a cobblestone, and murder. Yeah. You do not funny. have a good judge of character. 
It always comes no. back. Do to you that. think anyone's ever read a quote from 1984 as part of their wedding vows? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I, I had I I wish I wish wow. I yeah I wish I won't be doing it. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, I am officiating your wedding, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe it will be part of the ceremony. Please. Please. You're not in control of everything. It's mm. true. I did say you have carte blanche. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Well, I'm going to live to regret that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make sure you do. <laughs> um, well, anyway, so he reads this book that we just said it was just very repetitive and just is talking again about and even even Winston reading the book is like I knew all these things and he's like reading it to Julia and Julia's like yeah keep reading and she's like sleeping um and I, now I'm like what happens and then like immediately yeah you hear a voice and there there's somebody who's been watching them like behind a portrait like there is a telescope. Yeah, like hidden. their Amazon Alexa was slightly was hidden. hidden. Yeah, it was and like hidden. as soon as they get caught, did the voice like come from the Alexa? Because immediately Julia's like, so. "There it is." <laughs> okay, okay. I assume so, but it was just like immediately surrounded for reading this book. I just think it's funny how like this guy. If you're Big Brother or whatever, you're like, this guy's so clearly an idiot. The fact that they would immediately arrest him, like, I'm like, Big Brother would, like, definitely play with him a little bit. They're like, he's an idiot. He's not going to get anywhere with this. Let's see what we can trick him into doing. Like, that's yeah. what I would do if I was Big Brother. But they just Or if I was writing a book, I would maybe have <laughs> him do something interesting other than reading. <laughs> that's all he does is read it, and then he gets in trouble. Um, he's going to get tortured. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's it, time for the torture yeah. chapters. Yeah. Uh, just to go back to that reading the book thing, it is, it feels like the author wrote, Eric wrote a book and then was like, shit, I left all this stuff out that I wanted to include. <laughs> I'm just going to, yeah, he can read, read it within the book. It's such a boring way to deliver yeah. plot. And I was like, stuff that no really didn't new matter. Info. No it new was info. Like, yeah. It was you know, just like, I want to make sure about- you guys get it. What what like superpowers are or and now they're like explaining the new map. It's like okay, that stuff you don't put in the book. That's like a private creative writing exercise. <laughs> I don't care. Just about put the a new map in map. it. Just put a map. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of a drawing? So let's it's jump worth a thousand to the, words. Let's jump yeah. to the end and then uh, we can talk about like Goodreads and stuff. But the ending is pretty crazy. Yeah. I can't wait to hear. I have no idea. Oh, Aaron. Aaron, I want Aaron to guess what happens then. This would be fun. Do you want me to guess? Yeah, I wanted. Okay. You you can have a few guesses. Here are the facts I know. I know that he has sex with Julia in a field because I remember that from high school. And then I figured they get caught, right? So then Mm. Big Brother has to get them. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they go to jail. Is that? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then. The Ministry of Love takes them in because that's okay. what jail is in this world. Got it, got okay. it, got it. Uh, that's where I'd end it. I don't know what goes. What happens next? Oh, you, that's so that's so sad. Why would you want to end on such a sad note, Aaron? Oh, I thought it was... <laughs> they go to jail. <laughs> the end. Because I want people to know that having sex is illegal. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, let me. I can't. You, you've alluded that it's pretty intense. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing. Okay, so there's torture. How do you think he's tortured? Aaron. Oh, do they 
read him his own diary out loud because that would torture me. <laughs> that's really <laughs> funny. That's, that's really good. Like, listen to how sincere you were being, you freaking loser. <laughs> um, I don't... Do they, like... Uh, I have no idea. I know they're at war. Do they, like, use him as, like, you know, a uh, person who has to, like, go through a... Uh, minefield to check if there's mines i don't know oh, I, that'd guys, be I don't fun. Know. those are already better guesses. than what happened those are better <laughs> than what happened who wants to go who wants to hit me, hit me with it should i just say it yeah well they, clara since like, it haunted you so much yeah clara i'd like to hear from you okay um they put make a special cage for rats okay well that, this is after they've tortured him for a uh, while and he's already yeah. uh admitted okay, to all these different bubble, thought but. crimes he's starving but the one thing he won't do is rat out julia do they make him wear makeup? I know we love that. <laughs> All right, they go, make Claire. Julia take off her makeup, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, never oh, mind." Oh, Chokes on his own vomit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they build a special rat cage around his face, basically, and um, have horrible clawing rats rush at his face. Doesn't sound it. so bad when I say it. That's no, it. no, no. But, but then, but before the rats can attack, he says. No, do this to Julia. Why That's the end of the me? book. He's like, no, Julia instead. He's like, I just remembered I hate women. <laughs> yeah, I remember you remembered. So, but that was, I guess, the biggest thing that they were, O'Brien was trying to break down every last part of him. And that was the last one, I guess. But it was like, I don't know. Imagine if he had said, no, I wouldn't throw acid in a child's face. And that was his breaking point that O'Brien wanted to. But yeah, and then, it, and then it shows him, I think, being just like he's good. And it's, I think it ends with him saying he loves Big Brother or dying. Or yeah. does he get right, shot in the sure, head sure. and says he loves Big Brother? That's how it really mm-hmm. ends, right? I think it's actually an incredible ending to a book to have your main character and the love interest at the last second, just be like, wait, wait, not me. Her. <laughs> That's incredible. I think if I had believed that he loved her at all, it would have been a good ending. Yeah, exactly. But like, mm-hmm. That whole thing where it's like, would you separate? And you have the inside of his head like, he would probably say yes, but she screamed no, so he says yes. Yeah. Like, or he, he says also, no. Also, she's not afraid of rats, and he is, so it's kind of just... Yeah. Like, maybe yeah, she give her even... the rats. Give her yeah. the rats. And Why so would... the room. It's the, more the, fair. The rats happen in room 101, which is supposed to be where they take you to be tortured by your biggest nightmare. So it's like different per each person. Uh-huh. Um, that's, I guess, another thing to know. Uh, so I'll just go to the DMV, fine. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. What's everyone's room 101? Oh, yeah. What would everyone's be? Ooh. Like Aaron's is DMV. Just going to the DMV, but I am missing one piece of paperwork, and the woman's like, are you a fucking idiot? How could you forget? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what mine would be. Someone's been following me my whole life with a recorder, and they just play the 10 things I've said that are most embarrassing. Mm. Uh, and just play them back to me in front of a room of like (laughs) 500 people that I love. Mm -hmm. Um, I do that every night to myself. I live in room 101. That's a funny thing for Jonna to say. Because before this podcast, she recorded something while we were just chatting (laughs) and then replayed it as though she wasn't replaying it and then was embarrassed that it replayed. I was (laughs) checking to make sure my mic worked. (laughs) 
You did it to uh, yourself. Maybe something uh, Mine, I think, would be like something horrible happening to the people I love. Is that fun? Is that fun and light for a podcast? Are there rats, maybe? Yeah, yeah, let's probably. do the rats thing. <laughs> but make it people I love. <laughs> Sabrina. Um, yeah, I... I'm sure I have a thing, but I absolutely am not going to say it because when Big Brother is listening to this, <laughs> oh, I don't want them to have the no. ammo to that's come right. at they me with the, it. They got the thoughts. And, and you just let us say ours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll still say Call mine. me Winston. Every comrade for themselves. Yeah. Um, for me, it would be uh, like doing publicly speaking about something i'm really excited about and then like the lights go up and the audience is asleep oh, oh. that is sad <laughs> we should get a therapist on the podcast to uncode all of these <laughs> i feel like that was speaking to your specific like whatever trauma you had mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think i know what all of this means honestly Maybe I'll do an after <laughs> breakdown privately. Just you, private. Yeah. Okay, sure, yeah. why not? I think mine's like directly related to like both my parents were walking the baby for it's earlier today. Walking and then, the baby? Well, like in a stroller. Walk, okay, walk okay, with I was the baby. like walking the dog. <laughs> the baby. Wait, which baby? Your baby? You have a baby? My a little baby. baby. Got it. And then and then like ten minutes later, all these sirens went by, and I so I think that's where mine's coming from. Oh, and I called them. Oh. Nobody picked up their cell phone, and my mom's cell phone wasn't even on. And I've specifically told her if she takes the baby outside, she needs to turn her goddamn cell phone. That on. would piss it's me fine. off. It's fine. That would Oh, everyone was fine. Don't worry. I, I mean, assume, except whoever I assume you the wouldn't sirens be. were. For. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about that guy? I mean, fuck <laughs> that guy. Maybe oh it was God. just cat in a tree. Oh, yeah, the most adorable that. one that sirens are for. Yeah. Um, so the many last trees in New York. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> last week there was a uh, a chase on that was on for like an hour and a half on the news, and I, and I know it's like a very LA thing, but I'd never seen one, and it it was it was just wild. It was like a guy who stole a car, and then he he gets like you know the car breaks down and then the police are surrounded and then he jumps out runs into a house and then runs in gets it he stole several cars like and oh yeah all the while we got helicopter news following him it was just like it was insane this guy was like wow he's i've seen that on the internet before but never on the like live on the news i was like this is live this is and i was like they got me i don't usually watch local news (laughs) now i do (laughs) it almost Uh, feels like a board game or something it's like they've got you on three sides what can you (laughs) how are you gonna get out of this one very smart um do you guys want to take a break and they'll come back and do our wrap-ups or is there anything yeah okay Okay, yeah all right we'll be right back And we're back. Um, we're talking 1984, you know, everyone's favorite high school book. Do you guys want to do Goodreads five-star reviews? I think Sabrina. Oh, Sabrina, you got something? Game. Go, Sabrina. Yeah, yeah, I have a, it's it's like an Ask the Author, but it's a Finish the Author quote. Fun. Okay. So it's a, a George Orwell quote. I'll give you the setup, and then you, George Orwell, will give me the finish. Okay. Um, George Orwell says, 
If you want a vision of the future, imagine the past. 1984. Uh, imagine dragons. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a single word, just so you all know. It's it's a full quote. If you want a vision of the future, imagine lots of shiny buildings and everybody's wearing a jumpsuit. Because I feel Ooh. like that's what I think of when I think of the future. <laughs> Jetpack. Dippin' Dots ice cream. Yes, good one. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Um, what's, what's the answer? So no one's gotten it yet? <laughs> you keep um, going? I've got to say, it, like, unprecedentedly, no one's even close. <laughs> oh, okay. Communist um, Russia. Okay. So How about, like, global apocalypse? Okay. Uh, yeah, 2020 pandemic. <laughs> oh, it was the pig, and now he was holding the whip. <laughs> the ending yeah. of Animal Farm. Yeah. <laughs> Big Animal Farm uh, fans. Okay. okay. iPod Nano. <laughs> wow. Um, I guess the winner is Clara for yes. the pig whip. Yes. And honestly, only because you don't have to take it. you don't have to lessen it. You've already you don't have to pick anyone. Well, what is it actually? What is the actual <laughs> quote? If you want a vision of the future, imagine a boot stamping on the human face forever. Okay. <laughs> kind of hot. So dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Julia would be into that. Uh, imagine so, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much imagine it. Okay. Dippin' Dots. Clara yeah. was super right, actually. That's exactly what the pig Thank with the you. whip was. Yeah. yeah. Really good. I can't believe Sabrina tried to take it away from me. She maybe didn't <laughs> yeah. get it. She probably didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. She didn't understand. I don't think she understands the pig and the whip reference at all. Yeah. She didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. I um, only remember that line, Jonna. Do you remember that we wrote a sketch once that was like, <laughs> that was like, <laughs> basically the end of it was the pig has the whip and then he just like falls down and can't he use it. it. He chair. just has hooves. He can't hold a whip. <laughs> He's just like grunting around, like pawing at the whip. Yeah, sort of scared, running yeah. off. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah. <laughs> idiots, idiots. It's a good sketch. We never made it, but you can imagine it. Because, like, we'd have to get a pig and train it. You'd have to train a pig to hold you a whip. You can train its pigs, mouth. though. You can train That's pigs. true. They're very yeah, smart. They're very I know smart. That from Animal Farm. <laughs> Great book. Very short. Great book. Um, you guys want to do Goodreads? Five star reviews? Hell yeah. Obviously, yeah. there are a lot of them. And it would have been fun to find someone famous doing them, but I didn't. I just found some randos recent ones this is from bill he said this book is far from perfect its characters lack depth its rhetoric rhetoric is somewhat didactic its plot well half of it anyway was lifted from zumiatin's we and the lengthy goldstein treaties trist wow treaties shoved into the middle is a flaw which alters the structure of the novel like a scar disfigures a face but in the long run all that does not matter because george orwell got it right Oh, no. Um, Orwell, a socialist who fought against Franco, watched appalled as the great Soviet experiment was reduced to the totalitarian state, a repressive force equal in evil to fascist Italy or Nazi Germany. 
he came to realize that ideology in an authoritarian state is not is nothing but a distraction, a shiny thing made for the public to stare at. Five stars. So um, Snore. Ashed it. <laughs> yeah. You know what was a scar on the face of that review? All that preachiness at the end. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so yeah, review. Get or maybe this- teach me stuff. <laughs> Get the fuck out, Bill. It was really long. I'm not even reading the rest of the view. There's so much. Yeah, it sounds like a... It includes, is Steve Bannon a fascist? (laughs) If you want to know. Okay. So we're just going to (laughs) skip by it. All right, Emily May says, this was the book that started my love affair with dystopian genre and maybe indirectly influenced my decision to do a politics degree. I was only 12 years old when I first read it, but I suddenly saw how politics could be taken and manipulated to tell one hell of a scary story. I started to think about things differently. I started to think about two plus two equals five, and I wanted to read more books. Five stars. I guess for a kid, that's fine. (laughs) Get her. Get the child. Get her. (laughs) Well, a child didn't write the review. An adult wrote the review looking back. She must have been 18, though, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to be barely. Sure, sure, sure. All right, here's Lindsay. She says, you are the dead. Oh, my God. I got the chills so many times toward the end of the book. It completely blew my mind. I managed to surpass my high expectations and be nothing like I expected. Or in Newspeak, double plus good. This book is like a dystopian Lord of the Rings. I feel like she didn't get it. Or in all this awesome new language, Newspeak. <laughs> <laughs> makes everything easy to understand yeah that's fine five stars we don't need to go into it um but a bum yeah that's all i i don't want to read anymore those are enough that sounds good yeah that's good that's good we can do our hate rates now um aaron we do hate rates based on five uh, like zero to five um a five out of five is like not like it's Shakespeare or like whatever is the best writing in the world to you. It's like a five out of five in terms of mean book club books, which is like kind of shitty books. So clearly Sabrina would give Hunger Games. Yeah, there you go. There, there's an example <laughs> of a five out of five um, from Sabrina. So, but we, you don't have to go first. So, I mean, and also it doesn't matter. This book represents to me a type of book that I can't stand, which is it's so hard to read. Is this just me? I'm an adult. And I thought on the second read, like in high school, I remember this being a struggle. And I thought, you know, I'm 33 years old. I can read this fucking book. And it was like painful for me. (laughs) Yeah. So just like when it comes to readability, I'm giving it a two out of five. Like, Mm -hmm. I I think it gets better towards the end, as you were saying. But when you guys were describing a whole part of the book where he's just reading a book, that's awful, (laughs) awful writing. Mm -hmm. It's like watching a movie of somebody watching a movie. I don't, what? (laughs) Thank you. And I, I, it always makes me feel stupid that I can't read these books, but uh, I can't and I hate them and I didn't like it. <laughs> you also reminded Excellent me review. of the point we didn't really talk about that like Winston works for is the Ministry of Truth. And he, so there's a lot about like writing and like liking words and the importance yeah. of words. And it's just such an author thing to do to be like, yeah. uh-huh. my lead yeah. character does writing and he writes in a journal and he reads books and he <laughs> likes to his job is words and I love I words words are important and women find him sexy <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed that like Julia works in the fiction department but that doesn't mean she's good at writing it's yeah like, can't it just mean she's good at writing yeah. <laughs> she's a woman she's stupid um, which I guess brings me to my review 
Uh, <laughs> I'll go two out of five. Um, it was a fun cast, so it gets a couple points for that. Um, I guess it was nice that the I was rooting for the guy who was reading my audiobook because, you know, he just did it on spec <laughs> and he has a dream and it's nice to sort of imagine what his life is and how hard he tried. Although it is going to lose some points for the last third of the book having a fluorescent light hum sound of <laughs> very unpleasant. <laughs> um, two out of five, Clara. Okay. Uh, that sounds like I gave myself two out of five. Two out of five <laughs> <laughs> for the book, dash, Clara. From Clara, okay. Clara, five, five out of five. five. All right, I'll yeah. go next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so for me, like I said, the first part of this book I actually really enjoyed because I thought it was funny. I actually found a lot of the stuff about, um, you know, wanting to murder women funny. <laughs> God, just cut that clip. Just no. because, <laughs> again, just to clarify, because I thought it was funny to have a hero be such like a horrible person and like also pathetic um but like i said i did the second part of the book did not live up to what i thought it might have been but the book did remind me of animal farm which i really liked so i think (laughs) for me i think i because this book is so famous and well known and everything comes so many things come from it i think this is a definite skim i'm gonna give it a four out of five what wow that's high it's this is an insane review. Sarah's <laughs> review was like, this book was in the library near a different book that is a good book. And, and the library so- is near Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, wow. I stand by it. Four out of five. I'm going to give it a one out of five. Whoa. Because... That. Yeah, this book was so frustrating to me. I like the dystopian idea. As we all know, I love me a good Hunger Games book. Um, I, but what I don't like about this, and I, it's so funny because I think about I wouldn't actually ban books just to put this disclaimer. <laughs> but like if don't I were me. to have reasons to ban a book, it would be this one. And not for any of the reasons that it's actually ever been banned. Like I think that warning of government corruption is really good and i think people should have those ideas in their head but what i don't you think, think field is sex like, is really good i think field sex is really good <laughs> what i don't think is good is elevating something like this as being like this incredible thought experiment so thought provoking changing the way we look at the world when you know we're following a hero who's an incel asshole like it promotes that it puts into the universe and we could have all those messages about you know warning against totalitarianism with people like Katniss Everdeen as our protagonist so I was with her I was with her until the Katniss (laughs) I'm just saying Right. Orwellian's a term. Okay. We we can show the evils of <laughs> bad government without diminishing women is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Did you give um, a number, Sabrina? One. 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 It. Oh, wherever my bed sorry. Um, okay. Uh I think you all are maniacs. Um 
We have to remember that this is bold in the claims. World. R- bold claims right before we vote for a little fucker <laughs> of the cast. You're gonna see why. I'm I'm gonna take this opportunity to educate you all, and and you'll see. Um, okay, this is in the world of mean book club books. Okay, this is not the world of literature. This is obviously a five. It is clearly, objectively. Five out of five in the world of bad books. It is a classic for a reason. It has wow, one of Jana. the most. It's a classic because men rule the world, Jonna. Yeah, Jonna, it's a classic because I, of men. Jonna, like I agree with you. Present. Thanks, Sarah. She <laughs> well, she gave it a four, like so she doesn't see her. Um, it has the most amazing opening line. One of oh the, yeah, the best. you didn't say it. Say it. It's a, it is a great opening. This is why I thought it was it, a comedy. <laughs> It was a bright, cold day in April, and the clocks were striking 13. Come on. Get that tattooed on your lower back. Why is that good? I think it's just military time. Isn't it? Yeah. What? Oh, my God. Is it? To me, it's fun. Yeah. It's not just military time. It's just 1 p.m., you guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Clocks don't strike. They still... They still say, when they say it out loud, they say 1 p.m., but when it's written, it's military time. But they wouldn't have said. Oh, they wouldn't strike 13. 13. You don't strike 13 at the second I still don't um, care about that as a first line. Like, that doesn't draw me in. Or it's like, oh, huh? Do they reference It's not a joke. Do they no. reference the time joke. is it's, like on a different system? Cool. I think they else? do say it's not a 24 also, hour anymore. The 13th stroke of a clock is just a phrase. It's just a phrase. It's a it's phrase. Just a phrase. It's certainly not a joke. It, it actually has its own Wikipedia page. Yeah. Thirteen stroke of the clock or thirteen strikes of the clock is a phrase, saying and proverb to indicate that the previous events or strokes of the clock must be called into question. Ooh. This is this is illustrated in the fictional case of Rex versus Haddock in which a remark by one of the parties is compared to the 13th stroke of the clock. Not only is the 13th strike itself discredited, but it casts a doubt. So it, it is, but um, however, the 24-hour system they don't only came 13. into widespread use in the 20th century. Sure. It's it's still okay, here you go. The idea of a clock striking 13 times has shown up many times in literature. The most famous is the first line of George Orwell's 1984. Because the first line, because no one else could read any other part of it. So that's all they remember. (laughs) Burn. Um, Hey, Sarah, you think that's a joke? Here's a joke for you. Um, uh, Crap, I thought it would be easier to come up with. Uh, Email comes... (laughs) Email... came through into my envelope in my hands. I wouldn't love that. I'd be like, what's this? <laughs> it's silly. Let's okay, go. Okay, I'm reclaiming my time. <laughs> um, I thought it was a cool ahead. first line. Five out of five. Yeah. Mm. Guys, and you you should all be happy that I didn't go into all the stuff about uh, Soviet, the Soviet Union at this time. Okay? <laughs> I didn't cool. go into any history. <laughs> And I could have, so let's all be grateful for that. Okay? Okay. Cool first line. Was it Soviet history, real Soviet history in the 40s, or was it in the 80s? Or was it a comparison of both? Now I want to know. No, 40s. 30s and 40s. And more. Um, Little little fucker of the cast, anyone? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. I've got my vote. I know who your (laughs) vote is. (laughs) Do you? Do you know that it's you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know it's me. 
Okay. I don't think you know why. Why do you think it's you? <laughs> Any number of reasons. One, I called you out for not really getting that drink at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> that was really good, Sabrina. Two, I took great pains to discredit your 13th stroke of the clock thing. Uh, I said what you think is a great piece of literature is crap. You didn't do the outline until I'm um, seconds before the cast. But I did it. Mm-hmm. But I did change. it. Yeah. That's great. I'm. It was nice to hear a longer list because none of them are the reason that I was <laughs> voting for you. The reason is because towards the end of the cast, you lightly alluded to like maybe burning some books and banning <laughs> some books. No, I, be- I made very clear. I made very clear and I'll say it again. I would not. And I didn't say burn for the record. I said ban. <laughs> I didn't like how close we got to it. So for that, yeah, little fucker. I but I appreciate it. those other reasons as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna jump ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put myself as little fucker since um whoa. Huh. I mean I don't think it's a whoa. I think it's a, a pretty obvious call um, given how bad <laughs> I don't I like fuck over our guest. Yeah, what I don't like, Sarah is that you're jumping ahead and nominating yourself because it takes power away from the rest of us who are going to vote for you <laughs> for fucking over the guest. Um, it's like you're apologizing before I get to say why I'm mad. <laughs> okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm mad because, you, <laughs> because the guest said, how about this date? And you replied, yes, exclamation mark, and told no one the date, <laughs> including her. And then just... Texted her after we started recording to see if she could join, and that's not really fair. And gave her a waking nightmare, and she's nice. And I'm voting for Sarah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Good All right. one. All right. Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah. One vote for Sabrina. Two votes for Sarah. Let's keep going. See how mm-hmm. it works out. Is that everybody? Okay. Or, or sorry. Why? Well, oh yeah. Uh, I want to support Aaron in my vote. Um. And join on the Sarah bandwagon, but I simply cannot um, because Jonna suggested <laughs> that face, I was Jonna. saying I would burn books, which I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say I would burn books. Okay. Um, what I said was I wouldn't ban books, but if I were to, here'd be my reason. And what I'm saying is, I don't want to ban this book, but I don't want it to be summer reading for children at all. And it seems like Jonna really does and doesn't care about the harm it can cause to women and equal rights. She also um, called us maniacs at the start of her And videos. called us maniacs. And if you and hadn't called her out for the drink, she would have just lied to she us. Tried, she tried. She tried. No, no, no. It's I even worse. It. She tried to make us fools by tricking us. Yeah. And so And actually that, that whole drink section was like so long and detailed well, and then it right. had nothing nice. to do with it. It was very long and detailed. I should have maybe voted for Jonna. Sarah, I owe you an apology. All right. My vote's for um, John. Well, we got one for Sabrina, one for John, two for Sarah. So, Aaron, you can Uh-oh. you can either put the nail in the coffin or you can tie it up. So it's a pretty big call for you. Or Aaron. change it up. Uh, this is my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> is this your room 101? I, this is my room 101. This is my room 101. Um, I think you're all lovely. And Sarah, everybody makes Thank mistakes. You. It was my fault for suggesting a day that you didn't list. I'm the little fucker. I'm the little fucker. Oh, no. no. Absolutely. Okay. If you all look right. at the email, 
you I don't we don't even have to get into this everybody makes mistakes I'm so glad that I was available and that we were able to do this yeah, um so in fact you. this is great because it's like yeah now I'm not nervous I would have been nervous but it's like okay that's true around running yeah very, yeah it's great very cash very, very oh, cash man. very natural conversation so maybe this was for the best um the only little fucker I could think of is that Winston Smith because he loves to fuck <laughs> 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 little wow. fucker. All right. Well, but I guess technically, though, I had the most votes, so I am little fucker of the cast. I'm sorry. Um, I should have thought about it more and voted for Jonna because of that drink thing. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, Claire, I, don't I'm beat sorry, yourself jo- up. You are I'm right. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> it's all right. It's what happened. It's okay. <laughs> I think you made um, the right choice. So, Aaron, how can people find you in your f- in your funniness? Oh, oh my goodness. What oh, are your used- socials? It used to be Twitter, but I think that's done now right yeah. i mean what's oh, might be that was like my number we'll one. throw it out oh. there just in case sure it's you want to my... get your follower up yeah. count up yeah. as high as possible for that way i can screenshot it and show my grandchildren before they shut it down mm-hmm. for good uh it's just at erin chack e-r-i-n-c-h-a-c-k um and that's you can check you on instagram right too yeah you can check me out on instagram but mostly my instagram is just um screenshots, screenshots of my tweets because yeah. <laughs> everybody else screenshots my tweets uh and then they tag Steal me them. Oh, yeah okay. so it's like i'd rather them just take the tweets that i you know what i mean when they put them in their story it's like use my use me don't don't do it from some account called like i'm 30 AF or whatever <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah like funny zoo pandas <laughs> yeah so i don't know sure just google right. me <laughs> okay is funny zoo pandas a real Instagram and no, honey. Clara, Clara, no, don't. I'm sorry. I, love I have an important pandas. question <laughs> for you, Aaron, before you go. When you write the descriptions um, of Netflix shows, do you, so it's like you get to watch TV as part of your job to figure out a good description? I do, yeah. I was wow. watching um, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda today. <laughs> nice. Wow. Oh, that's wow. so um, but wow. it is fun. I'm, I what really like the job. It is a dream. It is a dream. I love it so much. But I will say, watching TV that you're not in the mood to watch is kind of like eating when you're not hungry. And you're like, oh, okay, I mm. guess I'm watching 34 episodes of, yeah, like some sitcom that came out in the 80s. And um, oh, yeah. not complaining. I love the job. But I'm just saying, sure, you know, sure, every sure. job. But no, I see that. Put it into perspective. Yeah. 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 Mm. I love the job. Don't fire me, Netflix. It's fantastic. <laughs> Maybe I'll get to do the 1984 movie version that came out in 1984. Maybe that. If I see it pop into the open pool, I'm nabbing that shit so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you get to like pick from a pool too. Be like, claim. Sabrina wants this job so bad. (laughs) Want this job so bad. I really do enjoy it. Um, You do get to pick. I will say most of the stuff in the open pool is like Bollywood films uh, that are like with subtitles in English, and it's difficult to follow. But I love Bollywood they give all this Stranger stuff. Things stuff to like the people who've been there since the beginning of time. So, mm. yep, just me doing Kung Fu Panda. Do you do you know the person who got to do the Lindsay Lohan movie that I've already watched? Oh, I haven't that was watched released it last Let me very recently. Check who it was, and you can cut this oh out. God. Oh, I'm not on my work computer anymore. Nope, I can't see. But I'll text you. <laughs> oh my god, please. <laughs> um, we are Mean Book Club on all the socials. Uh, you can join our patron and be, be, become a Patreon. It's just called Patreon. Um, and, you know, we release bonus episodes, which we will be doing soon or this before. Well. The, maybe it will have come out before we release this. You know, I don't know. We're going to find out. 
Um, we keep it mysterious. Keep it mysterious. <laughs> Thank you so much, though. Um, this is this is the last episode of the season. So, <gasps> wow, yeah. season oh, yeah. finale. Yeah, season big. Finale. Can you believe so drama? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah. Lot of drama. Raising the Oof. stakes. A lot of drama. Uh, but a lot of love too, and I want to give a shout out to the giver from our Patreon. Thank you so much for giving. We care about you a lot. Yeah, you know who you, you are. Thank you, giver. Thank you, the giver. Thank you, giver. If you give us enough money, you get labeled the giver, and we refer to you as the giver <laughs> on the cast, and you know who you are. And you if you, are. you wish you could have this treatment, you simply have to <laughs> give <laughs> how much you're giving us. <laughs> Right. Or decrease it if somehow you're giving more than the giver. Oh, is the giver not the top amount? No. I don't remember. It's right. just I the, don't the what... tier is we privately refer to as the giver. We just publicly referred. Oh, and my God. Cut, cut, oh cut this. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's let's wrap it up. We'll see you guys next season. Um, you know, please send us your book recs. Uh, make sure they're New York Times bestsellers for the love of God. We don't want to have to do that research. Um, but we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you, Aaron. Bye. Bye. My pleasure. Thanks, Aaron.